We got a full house here at the compound, <laughs> live from Cumia Radio. Welcome to Will Odin's Fuck Pad. <laughs> <laughs> episode 16. This is episode 16 of The Very Green Room. Who are our hosts, boss? It's me, Ben Daniel. With and I, I, yeah. And I'm Will Loden. <laughs> Together, we flip houses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a mean-ass real estate company. Man, HGTV. Will's Put it behind your mouth. Just holla at us. <laughs> Hill and win. Uh, we You're got, the second person to tell us we need like a home remodeling show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that everything's a home remodeling show now, especially when you do two-man games, you know? Just, yeah. You can do that with anything. Like I'm white, he's black. Together we flip houses. You know, sometimes you know, <laughs> yeah. sometimes uh, trap houses. Yes, yeah. <laughs> together. You can uh, crack hi, I'm from Kentucky house. and I'm from Third Ward, and together <laughs> we flip trap houses. <laughs> That's funny. I want like a plastic surgery show about remodeling women called Flip This Hoe. <laughs> <laughs> they all built the same though. That. Yeah, you'll get the Kardashian special. Oh, shit. New lips, and new hips. Thighs. <laughs> you heard That's me? the fuck up part. Yeah. Yeah. These thighs off. Yeah. Across from me, we got Big Chris. What's up, Big Dog? What's you up? You, what's up? There we go. There we go. And to my right, we've got Mr. Tommy Dangerfield. What's up? What's happening? In? Yeah, just chilling, actually. Just Ordinarily, chill. like we only bring people on the podcast one at a time. But I've never ran into one of you without the other one being there. <laughs> it's my doppelganger. I don't know it didn't seem natural to book y'all separate. He my stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got less titties, more hips. That's the only way you can tell. <laughs> yeah, God didn't switch us around. He got, I got, he got my top. I got his bottom. That <laughs> <laughs> was just like that's why they cool. He put us together for that reason alone. See, this is what you're supposed to look like. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did for you? <laughs> oh, uh, the first time I think I saw y'all was outside of the secret group, uh, and uh, we were we were partaking in the very very green room style thing. Cause y'all y'all both just moved to Houston a little while ago. Are you been? Nah, in I'm from Houston. Okay, Born shit. Raised, third world Texas. <laughs> I just came to Houston. I'm from St. Louis. There we go. Yeah, no, cause I saw y'all out front, and uh, y'all were all fucking around, and y'all were roasting the shit out of some small white comic. Uh, <laughs> That made me laugh a lot. Dang, uh, I don't remember who that was. Yeah. <laughs> After a minute, all the roasts sound the same. I yeah. just and, uh, it's and just then, a Tuesday yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went in and saw y'all both perform, uh, and it was really funny. And so, uh, yeah, then we kept running into each other. Um, one of my favorite things that I see y'all do is... Uh, Harass customers right after they leave the show <laughs> to uh, to get them to follow you on social media. Get that phone, it's, dog. Yeah, get man. that phone. If you got your phone in your hand, ain't no reason to have no followers, man. Like no cap. I went from a I went from three hundred followers in January to thirteen hundred now. So you know. Shit. He harassing the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I ain't gonna lie though. Are you? It's a simple thing. If you make them laugh within that first thirty seconds, yeah. they gonna pull their phone out. Right. Yeah. Now my problem is I be cock teasing because <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny in person, but I don't really have an internet presence. So right, they follow me and they be like, "This nigga ain't posted shit yeah, yet." That's this is a fake I, page. I, I, I struggle <laughs> with that constantly. Yeah, man, content is hard. Yeah, man, content is hard as you make it. All you got to do is post you. You are the product. You are selling you. Be the whore that you are. (laughs) Be a hoe. Y'all some hoes. We all comedians. (laughs) We all comedy whores. That only work when I'm with the ladies, though, man. I want more whores. That's the only time time my whoring really kick in. (laughs) Well, it's just like... There's a certain point where, like, you have to be sure of the product behind the whoring before you go whore yourself and try to get all these eyes on you. 
Like, mm. I still view myself as personally, like, trying to develop myself. So when the phone ring and somebody trying to offer me an hour, like, I can give them an hour. Ooh, I wouldn't even say that. That's a long and time. And see, that's the importance, though. That's like, a long time. An hour, that's, yeah. ooh, that's some years, man. That's some years. I ain't going to lie to nobody. You got to trust the process. Trust the process. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't have an hour uh, with me. I'm like the Philadelphia 76ers three years ago. Just let me lose just quietly. Trust the just trust just the process. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to lose a lot. I'm going to lose very often. Uh, the the draft, yeah. right. I, mean, I had the hour before too they early. Was the, I, I was cocky. Yeah. I was going to kill it. About 15 minutes, I was sweating, sweating, sweating like a motherfucker. Like, I, I'm running out of jokes. I, I, <laughs> I sweat like Shaq after like 10 minutes. Just like that's just who I don't know. Like Y'all think y'all sweat. I can't perform without wearing a hoodie on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you, I just got out of wearing a beanie. That was like my comfort thing. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this just make me feel. For a long time, people thought I was hat fishing. <laughs> you had a skullet. Yeah, just I, like, I used to just wear a scully. Like if you go look at all my early comedy you pictures, sit on top of his head. Yeah, you'd be like, like man, why does he have his hat on? And y'all know Houston, that's hundred and three when you wake up. Yep, <laughs> so yeah. you can track your progression through comedy through the era of your headwear. Yeah. <laughs> now for real, like see a picture, like man, I was three years deep in this. I'm still in the beanie, bro. Like, yeah. You can you can see that with me. I used to wear suspenders on stage. I used to wear leather <laughs> suspenders on stage. I had a leather uh, jacket face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all do. I still got mine. I love my leather. Yeah. yeah, I still bust it out when it's cold sometimes. Like, you I, got, nice I got really fucked up in San Antonio, uh, and I was hanging out with this great comic, Zach Dixon. And Zach, he's a he's a sneakerhead. Like, he always has he has a wild fashion sense. And I was drunk, and I was staying at his house. And he's like, hey, man, this jacket would look really cool on you. And it's a fucking... It, it looks like it looks like a dim franchise boys like 2006 like like thing where it's like it's like really baggy and it's got all the NASCAR uh, logos oh, a and race like jacket. yeah 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 that wasn't no cheap jacket either no no no, no. I, I he he was like I'll give it to you for 45 <laughs> I was like I was like all right yeah, and then yeah. I woke up with this jacket and now I'm like I don't. When would I ever wear that? Because like, you Not know, like, Houston. Nah, no. Nah, yeah. Somebody gave me a Gucci tracksuit after my after your birthday. Years. Yeah. No, my three year sober show. Oh yeah. Okay. It was I a think drug that was a birthday. It? it was a three extra <laughs> large Gucci tracksuit. Oh, yes, man. it's someone I bought weed from before. I wouldn't call them a drug dealer per se, but I have bought drugs for them, so I can't exactly. argue it. But like, they <laughs> do other shit too. Shit, I'm gonna just buy you a Gucci fit. Yeah, That's what I'm do. yeah, for real. Brand new Gucci fit. That's how you know you buy too much weed is when your dealers start giving you like appreciation gifts and shit. Yeah, you're like, I want to like, thank you for coming here. They're like, like your you camel cash. You know that? <laughs> like my backup, backup, backup weed dealer buying me a PS5. Like, hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> like, I might need to slow down. Shit. Like, oh, water. That's, I'm going to get some. We all just stop mid-sentence to watch Logan get up and be hospitable. Yeah, for real. He is. Like, he, he can't help himself. True Southern gentleman. <laughs> he is. <laughs> like, it's so great. Like, he well, can't stand to be, like, not the perfect host. Like, even falling down drunk, he's still, like, could oh, you boy. guys please there's, use a coaster? There's two wheels. Like, please, <laughs> please, if you could just do Speaking of, let me get one of your coasters before you. <laughs> no, nah, man, Were I realized. Those hand coasters? Did yes. you make those yourself? <laughs> this guy's a genius. I knew it. <laughs> oh, man, I thought this was a little Muslim prayer rug. They <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for the little people. <laughs> I've been seeing y'all release a lot of content on social media lately, like, especially your pool stuff. It's hilarious. And, like, have y'all been getting any traction with the stuff you've been dropping lately? Like Not on that. Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> I'm kind of blocked. So, uh, yeah, they kind of. What you do? 
Being me, I can't. I always say the wrong thing. <laughs> I got so many things. Uh, TikTok too. They let me get certain amount of points. Certain point to where it just stop letting me yo, see my videos. I get like shadow banned for like thirty days, shit like this. So that's why you haven't seen me really posting nothing this week. It's like, man, what for what? Can't nobody even see it. <laughs> and I'm new, so I'm gonna just be honest. I'm still learning the process. Like I've only been doing comedy like a year and a half, so it's like. Actually doing the content side of, sh- of stuff. I don't know if we can cuss on that. Can we cuss? Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, well, been cursing the whole time. Yeah, but. He didn't forgot the words <laughs> that said already. They're going to ask if he cursed. But now, nah, on some serious like on some serious stuff, though, like, <laughs> I've been only doing it a year. And I've only been, like, on Instagram maybe, like, since January. Like, I mean, I had an Instagram, but the background nah, yeah. I come from is, like, you don't really get on the internet. You don't really take too many pictures. And I'm trying to learn how to do all that shit, so... It's all an adjustment, and the problem is, like, there's no real guidebook for how to use the technology. Nah. You basically just have to figure out what works for you, and by the time you figure out something that works, they change the shit. Man, like, every time. Spending 10 hours yeah. a day fighting algorithms on social media is the worst part of this fucking job. Like, yeah. yeah oh, not me. I dress I dress real slutty on TikTok, and, uh, <laughs> and the, the, the people love it. Yeah. They said they just keep going. Yeah. You ever seen somebody somebody who, like, believes in their body too much? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, clearly weird. Yeah. Me too, though, because well, well, I the take thing. some fashion risks. Like, you don't have any of the complexes you should have. <laughs> no, no, well, I, you should be like, more self-conscious. I, I, well, no, I think this, this, this is true. How do you true. tell your friend to believe in himself less? Right. Stop. The thing is, I was hot in high school. And so, like, like I was, I was really good looking in high school. So, like, and it's hard for me to let it, it never go. bothered me when I, I got fat. Like, right. <laughs> I've always I'm, been fat. I just been handsome. I'm about to say <laughs> it, it works. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always had. I didn't have to start thing. developing a personality until my mid twenties. <laughs> I'm not saying you should be exhausting. Ash- I'm not saying you should be ashamed of your body. Yeah. I'm just saying, if I had your body, there wouldn't be naked art of myself on the wall. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no, gotta be a be level of self appreciation. This, this, this place is and he is looking a, back at it. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely looking back. At it's it. like it's, it's whatever, a wall of narcissism. I have me naked. Female, me as like a Christian, like divine. Jesus. Yeah, like like yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, that like is some, and then just a bunch Jesus. of a bunch of show posters of me. And David Hasselhoff. I was just about to say, I was about to say, the one that stood out the most is David Hasselhoff. Right <laughs> to me, it's the naked picture because any girl you bring back here, you're telling like, "Hey, my ass look like Hank Hills." Yeah, you need to know that up front. <laughs> yeah, he letting her know how he look. You want them to be naked, so it's too late. You want somebody to regret their decision, not stop their decision. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what he said. Have you she ever had the wall? She'd be like, oh. we apologize. We don't ask forgiveness. Uh, stop while you're naked. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I've had a really embarrassing <laughs> moment with that. Like, oh wow, <laughs> it was out, oh, man. I got it. But this. I wasn't, I wasn't too upset though, because the bitch was fat as fuck. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, bitch, you body shaming me. <laughs> we both shouldn't be naked. <laughs> now nah, real talk, but I realized when a bitch is big and she really not as good as she should be, that bitch always got some. Type of clothing though, while y'all fucking it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, or they do a weird light thing where they're yeah. like, "I only fuck like, with the lights off." First yeah. off, bitch, I want to see you. I don't. I want to make sure you ain't pulling the switcheroo on. <laughs> <laughs> In these modern times, nah, yeah. real yeah. time. She used to be a man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, man, tell me, not to cut you off. I mean, not to cut you off, Will, but goddamn, you and Will got the same hooks, man. I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're pear-shaped. Yeah, 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 right. Brothers and hips. <laughs> not brothers and arms, brothers and hips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> brothers of the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Shrek. <laughs> I hope Lord Farquaad never give you a swamp back. <laughs> Will look like he ate Laura Farquaad. <laughs> Uh, I'm just staying over here. I don't want to play. Don't y'all start with me. Uh, <laughs> this is why I give people weed so they leave me alone. <laughs> you need to give people gifts, Logan. Oh, nice. uh, I give them gifts of water, and then I take. I, I am take very them, hydrated. Thank you, my good no. sir. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just uh, yeah. I've had I've had an ex. She was she was German. Yeah, I brought it up again. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. I have you. thought about that because I've had I've had other women be like, you know, you can talk about me in your act, and I'm like, oh no, you're not that important, right? <laughs> but this bitch, I've yeah, yeah. Now, for real, women. I've like heard to, him say that women too. Like to <laughs> believe in themselves, like yeah. Every chick I talk to that find out I do comedy. Are you gonna put me in your set? No, no bitch. I'm just here for fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember your real name. Real. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date and I was calling this bitch her Instagram name the whole oh, night. <laughs> you are so uh, pretty, Miss at twenty two hundred. Miss XO XO bad clown. Miss hot stuff. I was like, Ms. what's up with it, Miss hot stuff? Yeah. I like that. I told the last girl I was dating. I promised her I wouldn't put her in my act. And then I found out she has a three-legged dog. That promise straight the fuck out of the window. That wrote, joke wrote itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. Like, that had to be the weirdest thing when you saw that dog limping in there. You was like, "Why is this motherfucker crawling?" And, um, like, it's wolfing like it's tripod. fighting in a Korean War who movie. A tripod dog, Bro, for real. Like, <laughs> you had a pirate dog with yeah. a wooden plank on it. I swear to God, she told me it was an emotional support animal. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, it can't support itself. Right. <laughs> okay. That's dark. Every day she's like, well, my life could be like this three-legged yeah. dog. Yeah. On my last leg. Shit, man. Takes all kinds. But like. Yeah. No, but I had a girl one time where she, she goes, uh, Veal, you need to wash your balls more. <laughs> and I was just like, ah. Uh, that's the worst thing that's, in the world. Yeah. Like, bitches like to tell you, they there, bitch. It's, it's a big ball problem. <laughs> Once you wash them for me, yeah, <laughs> the royal penis is right. clean. Right, yeah. Yeah. help me up, help me up, you bitch. Get it's a these very balls. specific request too. It's like, <laughs> hey, the dick tastes fine. <laughs> balls yeah. a little tight. It's like, just the balls, balls a little, little touch. <laughs> 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 I mean, she could just not lick the balls, but no, 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 no. definitely I always hit the balls. Yeah, uh, she's uh, a trooper. Yeah. I like her already. Balls yeah. are connected to the dick for a reason. Right. <laughs> it's not compromising the integrity of her dick. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So you moved here three months ago. Yep, yep, uh, yep. What? 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 Sorry, I'm gonna do my Fox News. What? 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 What prompted that? Huh, uh, Tommy Dangerfield? I did a lot of things in St. Louis, and St. Louis is kind of small. Yeah. It's, no, it's kind of small, so it's like I, I pretty much did everything I could do, and I feel like I could branch out and do something else. We literally came to the same conclusion. I did everything here. I can go back when I want to, but yeah. just I need to get I need a new change of scenery. Right, right, right. Um, no, because I feel that same way with Memphis. Like, like uh, you know, it's that's down the street. That's just like a little bit. Yeah, little no, no, no. It's four hours away. I've, I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done I've done four hours north on fifty five. You hit St. Louis, <laughs> right. you know, and uh, and then. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I still like the town. And I like all the comics there and everything. Yeah. But, you know, like this is this is a bigger spot. It has more opportunities. And, uh, you know. Right. And it, I, it just, it's, it's more inviting down here. Like when I came down here, like you talking about the following, like my, they, they'll follow you on social media saying, Louis, like, follow you for what? What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I got to stage one night. I did a good job. Dude. She's like, uh, so when do you come back? I said, I live for her. She said, oh, I walked off. I'm like, <laughs> I would have lied to you. You would have yeah. followed me on social media. Yeah. You find out from her. I fuck you. The 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 analogy that I always made about uh, Memphis and, and I I don't I don't know if it's similar to St. Louis is it's like crabs and bucket mentality. It's like anytime yeah. you try to do something in like that kind of a small city, they're like, Why the fuck are you trying to get better than me? Yeah. And then they like bring you down with a very like negative attitude of yeah. uh, of that sort of stuff. Cause like I started making a couple of moves in Memphis and like I was getting like booked on some out of town stuff for like bigger acts or whatever. And uh, and then everyone was like, "Oh, so you think you're better than us now?" Like, and I'm like, "Kind of, but like, right. also it's no." Like, I'm just like, working. I'm yeah, just I'm, doing just my trying, job. I'm just trying to work. You know, like I don't like getting yelled at anytime I come to the open mic. Uh, you know, like yeah, it's weird. Like the like I went back home a month ago. It was weird when people asked me what I was doing back. I'm like, I I, I can't. I damn, can't come. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. come home. I, yeah, what the fuck happened here? I, I got a kid that lives here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't go see my child. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, no taking. I won't come back. All right, yeah, exactly. All right, fine. Like, like small cities is just like you think about it. All the small, like Midwest towns, they got legends, but the legends never go back home for a reason. Right. Or they what? die when they go home. Yeah. <laughs> they get R.I.P. Young Dolph. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real shit. Got, yeah, no, got popped outside of a butter cookie spot. Right. Like, yeah. So it's like, on, on why Airways. do I go back home for what? Yeah. Opportunities are already done. Yeah. I he, love my city. It, it, that's, it made me funny, but shit. Yeah. I, I, I did everything there. Exactly. Big Chris. Yo. So you start. What 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 got you into comedy? So like uh, a divorce and therapy. Honestly, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. I, I feel that I couldn't afford therapy, so it was like shit. I would go up here like since high school. People been like, bro, you funny. Like yeah. you funny. And so I just went up there one day. Shout out to Red Cetera. I ran into him. Was like, hey, I want to try comedy. Yeah. And he literally turned around. Like he was like, you want to try comedy? Turned yeah. around and called my name to get on stage. I was going by the world's most horrible name too when I first. Started. What was your? What was oh, your? Yeah, oh, what was your stage name? I, all right. Chris, kind of funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> talk about lack of confidence. <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. What's going on? I'm Mr. Will. All right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. I'm yeah. Chris mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris uh, Mediocre would be a dope stage name. I don't care. <laughs> it is really fun because, like, I don't know, a lot of black comics use stage names, you know. That's like, why I got t- typecast in my own accident. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, y'all, those are both stage names, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just no. thought you was Rodney Dangerfield's illegitimate oh, no. son. I did, too. I was like, man, yeah. you the love child. Yeah. It started off as I'm a like, joke, Rodney and they brought me to the stage fever, that bro. one night, and it got stuck in my name. Like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, like, literally, it was a joke. Yeah. They brought me to the stage, like, who the fuck? What the fuck are you using that name too? They're like, no, you good on something. I'm like, ah, oh, who the fuck signed me up for an open mic? <laughs> I walked to the stage. I was terrified. I got them. I just started jawing on people and I, I started standing up. Hilarious shit. I, I wish I had a good a good story to tell when I, my first time getting on the mic. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you were at you were at uh, what was what was Ray running then? Uh, Ocean Avenue. Okay. Yeah. No, because Ray runs stuff all over the city. He's, yeah. He's, I, I, I hate the term H Town Legend because people throw it around so yeah, often. I've seen that now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he's a Houston legend. No, no, no. But Ray, Ray's a great guy who's working all over the city. And, yeah. Uh, 
But you I, at least be thirty years. I didn't. 40 I didn't. Years yeah. you ain't dead yet. Don't call me a legend. <laughs> nah, I ain't talk. dead. Don't yeah, call yeah. me no legend. Legend. It's only dead. one place I want to be considered a legend at. Yeah. So when my funeral, I want all the bitches I done had good sex with to come and be like, you they, know what he did? Yeah. <laughs> legendary. 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 Oh man. See, if I had a if I had a stage name in the bedroom, it would be Will All Right. <laughs> Will All Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Willie foreplay. Uh, <laughs> That's the most considerate. <laughs> I care if you come. <laughs> I just got into that. I just got into Karen if she came or not. <laughs> I thought the goal was for me to get mine. In hindsight, it is. Yeah. Fuck them. Up. Yeah. No. I don't look good enough to be bad in bed. Yeah, that's really what it is. That's what made me get better. I said, Chris, look at your body. You, <laughs> you probably won't get to fuck her again. Because side note, little tangent, I really like fucking bitches that's way out my league because I yep. feel like I finessed them out of it. Yep. Some, you know, they say stolen goods taste better. Like, yeah. I can get behind <laughs> Sweeter. So much sweeter. And I don't give a fuck what anybody listening to this podcast says. There is a league for every person. Yeah. Like you know it instinctively as a man when you're batting outside of your old. I used to think that until you have sex with some of the most beautiful bitches that just stupid. You're like, this bitch is dumb. <laughs> Pussy is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> or she just you might just be somebody's secret. Yeah. Like she likes you, but she can't let the world. Have you know ever she have you ever you. found out that you were a secret? Yeah. I've been a secret since high school. That's the most awkward <laughs> situation. I found out I was a secret when her husband's car pulled in the driveway at two thirty in the morning. Oh yeah. boy. I had it no cap. No cap. I jumped out a window because of that. Same. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm pulling out the I'm gigantic. In the dark. I've never I'm not. Well, running I got a greater shit. Yeah. 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 Last time yeah. I ran. Yeah, now yeah. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the truth. The dude who she told me was her baby daddy when I looked out there and saw the car, I say, I know that car. That nigga kill it. He shoot first. Yeah, no, no questions. Yeah. Real talk. He a little ass dude though. Nigga by five five. No, oh, he got that, that complex too. He gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah. He gonna stand up your body and wait till the police get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah. No, Try to plead temporary insanity. No, nah, look how big he is over me. Yeah, I have to out of him. <laughs> That's fair. He's right. It's Texas. I feel threatened just sitting here. Right. That's why I don't go to work. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. That's why I got the ponytail. Like, when we go, threatening. When we go places, we take turns at saying who's the security. If he on the show, I'm his security. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. I don't know. So that happens to y'all too. I remember when I was in Memphis, uh, there was this Irish guy who would always come to the bars. He's like, "Oh, thank God you're here, Will. In case I get into a f fight." And I'm like, "Why the fuck are you promising me right. for your violence? I, don't, I yeah. want to be interested. And truly, I'm, I'm here for the bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I almost got right. assaulted in Memphis, and he out in the parking lot smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Where the fuck were you at, Will? Yeah, <laughs> useless as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Fucking other two comics in Houston yep. just go watch somebody fucking. Threaten my life sitting off to the sideline like, ooh, he in a predicament. I wonder how this going. <laughs> you got to watch some of the comics. Just some of the people in the city instead, now they'll tape you. You like, fam, you can tell by the way he was walking up to me, this is going to be lopsided. You see that Chris walk up? You see that Chris Rock walk up? He's going to stop me. Yep. Instead of you stopping it, you got your phone out taping it. Now ooh. I'm content. Yeah, now yeah. I got to fight Now you. I'm your content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now I got to fight you and whoop you to go viral. <laughs> Me and the motherfucker that taped this, look at his ass now. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to go hit a spot uh, at, at the secret group right now. Okay. But uh, love you both. We're going to okay. get you back on the podcast. Well, I'll be the whole time. Ben, you ready to take flight for this bad boy? I am. Yeah.
That's why we have a backup co-host. He's sitting over here. He was looking like, yeah, Will, come on, man. I'm ready to get these questions. (laughs) (laughs) We actually uh, have Chad Alexander doing every episode on the audio, and we bring him here to uh, do the hosting whenever me or Will can't cover. Okay. Okay. He's going to slide in for the rest of this episode and the episode we record after that. I've seen you somewhere. Yeah, you might have seen him from. Okay, yeah. You're not the dude who married to Kate, are you? Or with Kate? No. Okay. Is that a sock? What is that? Hey, all right, I'm on now. Yay. Chad Alexander, welcome. <laughs> see, my friend always give, my, he just gave me these shirts. God damn it, yeah, Steffi. I see what it is. This is the first uh, show in history you. that's ever had five people on it, so hey. Yeah, so, I know. Hey, we're breaking, uh, you know, we're breaking rules, baby. We're breaking rules. It's, t- it's tag team. I mean, like, every chair in Will's house is breakable, so we could do WWE. It's going to be good. It's going to be brief. <laughs> it's definitely brief. There's only one table and two chairs to break. <laughs> I don't want to get hit with the one I'm sitting in. It's a roller with Yeah. That's, yeah, the, that's yeah. the one padded chair, man. That's the one that's going to hurt the least. That's, that's the one he's been fucking in the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are you in fuck seat right there. You yeah. know what? That chair can take Will Loden and a girl on top of him. That's a this sturdy Will it can take It can take Will Loden and Will's loads. It's fantastic. Man. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Double on tundra. His load in someone. <laughs> yeah, and, and and as he unloads in someone, yeah, it's his, uh, it's multifaceted. It can work. <laughs> so like a year and a half in, roughly for you, like watching you on stage, y'all seem like y'all are having so much fun with it. Yeah, like I'm- you can still see the enjoyment when y'all perform, and that's what I really like when watching y'all perform because some people are just mechanical with it. They're just up here like, is this joke going to work? Is it not? But like, you can tell like y'all are really in the moment performing. Yeah, and no lie, Chris. Like from what I've seen from you, I would have never pegged you for just a year and a half. Just just out of the the confidence and the poise that you have on stage, it seems like you've been there for much much longer. Uh, yeah, now nah, man, it's um, I got one rule: either I'm gonna laugh or y'all gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. But either way it goes, it's gonna be some laughing in that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I like so, this shit. Like I really enjoy it. You know how you like. I'm big. I tried to play sports. I went to college to hoop a little bit. Realized I wasn't shit at that. Mm-hmm. But this is something I'm really good at, and it's an even playing field, man. And it's this shit work. Honestly, I got to thank Tommy because one of the things about Tommy when he came out here, he was like, "Bro, you're not doing enough." Like I've always did a mic every night, mm-hmm. but he got me to the point that now I do two and three a night. Like I'm out here trying to get these work. jumpers up. Yeah, like for real. And that's what comedy is. It's mostly how it's much reps. work you're gonna put into this shit. And it's yeah. different because I see you and like I, I see the level of enjoyment you have on stage, which is like there's like a rise and a fall. Like people are happy when they first start and then they realize like, oh, I actually have to work. And then there's like if they stick with it, you got like two or three years of just like gloom. Yeah, nah, man. I uh I've been through like the depression. Like I can honestly say I think starting out so bad, like you start, you really learn to appreciate the laughs, mm-hmm. and you learn to appreciate or really, it's the the hustle of this shit. Like I've seen comedians that have been doing comedy longer than me not get in the same places because I might not be the funniest, but you can't outwork me. Yeah, so work will take you very far. Yep, kindness then, will take you very far in this industry. Yep. I think a lot of people take that for granted. Yeah, I'm also not a dick. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a dickhead. I'm only a dickhead to people I don't like, though. I don't really care. But it's like, y'all are two people who, like, 30 seconds after I mess around, I'm like, all right, 
I'm going to be friends with these people. Because <laughs> you can just tell people give off good energy, like, on stage. Now, some people put up that, like, oh, I'm going to be famous. Don't fuck with me. Like, yeah. I don't give That's a fuck about fame. Because that shit going to come and go. Like, you will be famous this week, and then next week they be like, I hate you. And I know I'm stupid. I'm going to be there saying something that get me canceled if you put too many cameras in my face. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm like, fuck fame. Everybody get canceled, get some money after this shit. Cancel the fuck out of me. Shit. I'll come back harder. Give me yeah. that money. Y'all got to give me a career before you yeah, can take right? it. Right? Right. Like, yeah. I don't want to get canceled in the minor leagues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't go to Omaha, Nebraska and play single-A baseball anymore. Like, yeah, right. real talk, man. Like That's like, I look at what I'm doing right now this year and shit. I guess I don't really get upset and I enjoy it so much because it's the, I'm a rookie, so I don't know what I don't know. Tommy tell me all the time, he be like, bro, you got to temper some of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I be... I'd be like, fuck it, man. We just going to have a good time. Let's go work. Let's go do woo 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 mm-hmm. He'd be like, bro, chill. Like, I'm like the dude that just finally got off the porch. And so instead of, like, running away from this shit, every chance I get, I'm like, let me have another experience. Let me have another shot at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite feeling in the world is, like, when I arrive anywhere where comedy's happening and there's somebody already on stage. Yeah. And it's like, I love it when – I love getting there when it's already in progress. And then I love leaving while it's still happening. Cause like in my heart, it never stops. Right. Like some somebody somewhere is on a stage saying something stupid, and that makes me happy. Like just to know that somewhere that's happening all the time. Only thing I don't like, I don't like comedians who make it their duty to like run the crowd off. Yeah. Like I some of the mics at you know at places yeah. that we frequent. Like it's a badge like of they, honor like, to like yeah, like they alienate take, them. They yeah. take privilege in being like or pleasure in being like, Yeah, I made three or four people get up. And I'm I like, mean, bitch, mm. that's stupid. I ain't even got up yet, man. I don't ever, ever, ever enjoy when people walk, but it is a live possibility with the type of comedy I do. Yeah, that's, but see that's different. That's all of us if you want to think like, about yeah, that's just like anybody like it. But, but I cleared the whole room out. I got paid, and I felt bad. about dude, like, what the fuck? I'm like, he looked like he was selling pussy. And that you, whole thing, that's a boy birthday party. You, and he boy. did not want to hear that shit. <laughs> I'm about to say, you, man, the first paid gig I got, I got up there thinking I was going to do my best shit. I did so bad. They was like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) (laughs) And just got up and drove. Buddy pulled me off three minutes into the set. He was like, hey, yeah, come on, bro. Come with me, man. Just sit it out. Sit it out. Just sit it out. Yeah. (laughs) I told that story before on this podcast, too, where uh, I got hit with shrimp from the crowd. God damn. And, uh, <laughs> it's funny every time you say it. I don't give a shit if you tell this story 10 no, times on the podcast. <laughs> Man, I was I was about a year in. I was less than a year and I got an offer for a good feature spot at a really good a really good spot. Um, and I get up on stage and as soon as my foot hit the stage, everything I've ever said that was funny completely left my brain. And like the crowd knew it immediately and the host knew it immediately and the host ended up being one of my best friends but he didn't really know me at the time. And uh, I got up there, and I was, I was, man, I was dance moving. I was dance moving, just hoping to try, like something was going to come to my head. And I felt something hit me in the chest. And I looked down, and there's a little fried shrimp on the stage. And this lady, about three tables back, just goes, "Be funny." And I'm 45 seconds in. The host is frantically giving me the light, like, "Get off, get off, get off." And I said one crowd working kind of joke directed that lady 
It was something like at the time that like Facebook was like changing all the profiles. Like every time there was a tragedy, like you change like your profile picture, oh, yeah, and yeah. yeah, it'd be like the overlay and stuff them. like that. Pray for this people. I look at this lady. I was like, "Ma'am, am I bombing right now?" And she's like, "Honey, <laughs> yes." And I was like, and, and everybody laughed. I waited for the laugh to die down. I said, "Am I bombing enough for you to change your profile picture in my honor tomorrow?" And Boom, that hit. And I was like, thank y'all, good night. Right. <laughs> and that was it. I was up for one minute, dude. But yeah, and the worst part about it was is that the, the, the venue didn't sell food. She, <laughs> she, she brought she brought, yeah, she brought food from somewhere else. And like shrimp is expensive. Like she was like, didn't sacrifice a French fry. No, she threw a shrimp. She's She's like, like, I need guy. something that's heavy. Yeah, right. she needs something that's gonna carry. Let's get the right aerodynamics <laughs> to appropriately express my outrage. Yeah. Because yeah. you only get one shot. Maybe six if you got the big order of shrimp. Like, yeah, there's a yeah, finite right. amount of chances you get to hit somebody with a shrimp, and she just drilled you, bro. Like, that's, yeah, she could have bit it and threw one and, half. And one and half, yeah, you. like threw a tail. Like throw a tail, you know, it's and that's disposable. Get that, the tail was going to curve in the She earth. also yeah, could right? dipped it in cocktail sauce if you, you want a silver lining. You know, could have. <laughs> she was considerate. Exactly. But that's the thing. Like, yeah, if you don't enjoy it, after you get hit with, like, that level of humiliation, there was, like, there was maybe, like, 140 in that venue that night. And uh, you get hit with that humiliation. You gotta love it to come back. Yeah, man. You gotta love it to come back. Yeah. I don't mind bombing. I hate when you know you're gonna bomb. Yeah, like, when yeah, you get yeah, the itch. Yeah, yeah. yeah with that you, feeling. There's that feeling, and sometimes it's just you can see the circumstances unfolding ahead of you mm-hmm. while you're on the list like waiting this to go. Be tough as fuck. Like I'll tell you, <laughs> I had a solid eight minutes to know I was gonna bomb at one of Ray etc. spots since you brought in. <laughs> Up. I'm waiting to go up on a Monday night mic, and this is in my six months into comedy, so I don't have any tools. I don't have anything. So two things are working against me. The first is a Rockets playoff game on the big screen behind me. Ain't nobody watching. I mean, ain't nobody <laughs> Nobody cares. Ain't nobody listening. And the second thing is they bump in Voice of the Black Sheep right and ahead of me. She brought the energy. No, yeah. she did an eight-minute-long Black Lives Matter poem about oh, George shit. Floyd, and it literally has everybody in the crowd with their fists in the air chanting, Who is this white guy? <laughs> After the day comes out, Ray, etc., comes on stage. Coming to goes, the stage, and the now, enemy. a white comic for some reason. <laughs> hey, now, Ray, I love him to death. But oh, he, he was fucking he, with me. me Ray, can, my boy. I about to say, he can kill you. He told me no. after I got off stage. He said, Jeff, I was there. Ray is the first night he got that cardboard cut out of himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I roasted him for five minutes. My set was just him next to that cutout being the same damn size. <laughs> That's how you get a life size poster you see. Man, he told me. <laughs> I was like, me, you paid six ninety five for that post. You ain't even had to pull a full price for that shit. Right. You didn't have to pay an adult you got size that poster. Wild bot. I was like three months into comedy. I went to Ocean Ave and ate the dick. I'm talking about <laughs> ate the dick. He got on stage behind me and said, hey, man, you might want to put them words to music. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I like tell about, I hate you. I hate you. That's like tell somebody you, you got a perfect face for radio. You don't want to get up and leave because if you get up and abruptly walk out, they gonna be like, yeah, he cooked that nigga for real. So you just gotta sit there and just, <laughs> bro. Like, I ain't never did that. Right, fuck you. I'm gonna yell at you or something. If I can't come a good comeback, you don't get some curse words. Bro. Something. 
Sometimes when comics just go into the crowd and start roasting other comics, I just tense up because I'm like, I don't want to do this with y'all. Like, leave me alone in the middle of your set. Like, I watched E. Green destroy another comic's shoes so bad that I ain't never performed out of Jordan since. Yeah. <laughs> that's not for me. I'm like, that's, so whatever else happens to me in comedy, that ain't going to happen to me. I was looking at him like, man, you should... You should just go. Yeah, you should get you up should. out of here. You and those dad shoes. You take a couple shit. weeks off, maybe relocate to a different city, start a different <laughs> profession. But I've That's seen how- Ben. I've seen Ben get attacked from the stage. And finally just come around to it, just like an old gunslinger that's just like, well, I guess it's time to put the guns on. And like I've never seen Anytime that anybody comes after Ben, it's just like someone just instigating their own mugging. Yeah, like, so I'm, about to say, I will, I'm from a black high school. I will bury people if I have to. Yeah, I'm about to say, I've seen him be cool, and then like like you said, the psycho switch flip, and it's like you like, oh shit, like, here you go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it's like watching like an animal in captivity at the zoo, and people are just getting too people are just getting too familiar, and all of a sudden, like you see just. The, the the rhesus monkey that's all calm and just like chilling all of a sudden reaches to the cage just grabs someone by the hair like bitch <laughs> I just watched it earlier today the little Asian chick yeah. <laughs> that's, exactly <laughs> that's exactly the image I have in mind too <laughs> bro I told this rich oh, white lady wearing a pearl necklace in Dallas Texas that bitches like her are the reason I'll never say all lives matter oh, shit. <laughs> you the reason bitch Hey, Dallas is another one of those places that they comedy seem different, but <laughs> if you can hit in Dallas, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say this on the podcast: Houston, Texas, is the next gold rush for comedy. That's kind of why I came here, like for real. <laughs> I've been like, to Atlanta. I feel fortunate to, to have be from here. I, I really do, too. do. Haven't been other places. Like, there's no other place. I'm like, man, I wish I would started here. Like, nah, for real. Nah, this is. A- it seems like the number of venues need to catch up to the level of talent available in this city because you don't really have that many places to work. Yeah. Yeah, what well, you do, the problem is, is you don't have too many places with crowds. Yeah. I like, am. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of people throwing up room. Speaking of which, July 27, we throw in a room at Choices, man. Shameless plugs. Jokes and Smokes is officially back in the building. But uh, besides that, like, the problem is, is that you don't have, like, a lot of rooms. And I'm not gonna say no names of rooms, but there are a few rooms that you go to, and it's never—it's just a comedy haven. And it's like, yeah, it's cool with having a whole bunch of comedians in the spot, but this not a clinic. This a this should be like, this is where you practice your jokes, but you got a live audience because comedians don't laugh at shit. Exactly, mm-hmm. people are afraid to laugh, like it devalues their own jokes. Yeah, it's I so, laugh at comedy. I'm still not. I'm not. I'm that, a fan of comedy. Yeah, I'm not I that hard. Now. Yeah. I, I laugh at jokes. Because your set at Hot Bread was. Fucking hilarious, bro! And it's like you—you you would make them leave you just to bring them back in, and you did it with the ones on, and those hoes <laughs> flash. That was a fun show. That was a wonderful show, man. Like I, I still so I felt so bad. I thought that motherfucker gave me like before taking a picture of me. I'm like, yeah, right. man. He he went up there, stole that time. He talking about I got twenty five minutes. He got off at the fifteen. We he heard like, my just. I didn't do nothing half of my set. He was like, like, I was looking at him like an angry coach. What are you doing? <laughs> I see that light, but inside that back at home, you see that light, you get the fuck off stage, you wrap it up. Like I, my my biggest fear was getting kicked out of a club again because of that shit. It took me down there six months to seven, uh, almost a year to get back in that club for oh, going past the light. I like I stopped playing that shit. Like, oh, tank up, y'all have a good night. I stop in the middle of a joke. I don't give a fuck you laughing or not. All right, well, like, have a good night. 
My anxiety yeah. like always wants people to like me, and I'm scared people will hate me if I like take their time. So I've never ran a light. Right. Like literally never. Like I've snapped off mid sentence joke and just bounced. Like I don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. See, that's what scared me though, because it's like I've been lately. I've been working a comedy lounge, and you know they tell me they like for a while they was like, "Hey man, the light don't mean get right off the stage." But like like it's you just said, be like I, a minute. But it's like minute I practice how like I you know I. Pick Tommy brain every chance I get. He's been doing this shit way longer than me. So it's like I pick his brain every chance I get. And the last thing I want to do is be somebody that run the light. Because what happened if I run the light and my last joke don't really hit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he want to try to do one more to save yeah, it after that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, then he's trying to and do now it. Just get the fuck off the stage. Yeah, and you're like, no, I want to end on a laugh. Like, I just want to, I just want to end on a laugh. Yeah. And it's like. There's always that training from childhood, too. Is that like even like when you were a child in comedy. You know, like, well, I'm like six, seven years in, but my my upbringing in comedy was very, very aggressive, right? So, like, my first open mics, they just said, like, hey, if you see, like, you have, it was explained to me very, very clearly and very severely. It was like, look, this mic, you have up to five minutes. That doesn't mean you get five minutes. Yep. If you see the light, you got one minute. If the light stays on, you leave. It doesn't matter what you're doing, you yep. leave. And so there was always that pressure of you could get, like, two minutes in, and then all of a sudden see the light, see the which light. means like you weren't hot, like you weren't you weren't getting it. And there's other comics that you got to make room for them. You right. got to make room for them. And then there was some rooms that had accommodations where it was like, look, if you're killing, you can just keep going. Yep. Because now they've cleared out time because you had a bunch of new comics that went up and just did like a minute, like okay, one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute, and then like you get you you get on stage and you're prepared for like five right. five minutes yeah. comes and like. They're not getting you off yet, so you just keep going. You right. keep going until you see the light. That's what my problem was. So I got used to being in the bar. I was getting my way, getting the comedy club, like the funny bar. I was like, nah, you get three minutes. I'm like, who the fuck does three minutes worth of comedy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you get two minutes and then you get the light at two. Like, what the fuck I was doing two minutes? All right, whatever. And I went over that time. And I couldn't get back in there again. I was like, ah, oh, sir, okay. Yeah, and in yeah. some <laughs> spots, if you went over, like they told you, like, don't come back for six weeks. Yeah, that's the funny bone. Yeah. Helium, they gave me a little more leisure because they liked me. And they booked me more with the funny bone. They never forgot that shit. <laughs> that I see comics get sung off stage. Yeah. Like the host comes on and yeah. like he, he's the, the host is like standing on the edge of the stage with like, your time is over. Yeah. People are bored. Right. Or <laughs> right. oh, they cut your mic off and turn the music on. Yeah. yeah I'm about to say, we, we used to do that at the old Jokes and Smokes. Like, I'll turn the mic on on you in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah, turn the yeah, music yeah. on on you in a heartbeat. Oh, you don't want to get off? You want to run the mic? I mean, run the light? Tell jokes over the music. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them same jokes to the beat. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> we like that comedy. Like I don't, I've been doing it four years. It'd be five in January, but it was different down. That's why I had to come down here. I got mechanical a little bit when I first got here. I had I used to being on stage and hey, they like I right, get up, do your time, get yeah. on stage. And Rambo was telling me uh, Rambo too funny. He was like, hey man, have fun. What happened? I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I ain't, I ain't had fun in a while since I got here. I just had to get back on stage and get back to the rhythm of having fun and being timely. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an art. And it is. that's the, that's the gap that it. hit me. Like three to five years, that's when it hit me. It right. was like, oh, it's like regimented. Like you got to get up. You got to do your time. You got to do these bits. I got to do the set that works. And, yeah. you know, you, you forget about having fun. And right. like that's it's come around like a revolution to me here recently, like this year. It's like, yeah, I'm back to having fun again. Yeah, that shit is fun. I like yeah. talking crazy to people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to finally get an appreciation for what I bring to the table. 
Like, especially when I get on shows with guys like y'all that are, like, big energy comics. You know what I'm saying? And people who I can watch the story of crowd that way. To then have to take that crowd and make them just bite on words without a lot of movements or act outs and stuff. It's like, I like being able to bring a contrast to a show because there's not a lot of people being dark. Right. Mm-hmm. But your shit a, hit. Like, your shit hit for real. It like, didn't always used to. That's the, that's just the process. Because you're such a mix of... No one sees that coming. Yeah, like it's the jokes are so off putting that it's like you like. He reminds. Hey, I like thinking bit. jokes, and you have jokes that if you not paying attention, you're you'll miss. But even if you're not paying attention, if you if you good at context clues, you like this motherfucker just said. Yeah, Ben does tragedy math. Like <laughs> he does tragedy <laughs> algebra. That is <laughs> I like that. It's his tragedy, man. <laughs> the, the problem is, like, I'm almost always the first one to a joke after a tragedy. The only delay is me wrestling with my morality about whether or not I want to deal with this shit for saying it. Yeah. Because the one time, like, I too soon the crowd, I was feeling myself too much. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'm the dark comedy guy. People can do everything. I'm in San Antonio at LOL. Everything's going great with me. 12 minutes into a 15. I decided that the day after Kobe Bryant died was an excellent time. To talk about yeah. Kobe. To do a Kobe joke. But yeah. I want to see the video. If you had video, I want to see the video because I will say that your body language betrays the joke more than the joke itself. Because it's like, you're like a dad that's about to give a kid bad news. And so <laughs> he'll come at a crowd sideways and just be like, you know, and then punchline. Like, you know, it's like, you're, you're, it's already, like you're already he, telling him, like, this is going to hurt. <laughs> once he punchlined, though, it's like he opened up a jacket with nothing on under it. Like, he got a trench coat on. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you look away. Look at it. <laughs> Just look right at it. <laughs> That's the most Stir it in the hole. <laughs> Gaze into the hole. Gaze into the hole. <laughs> well, like, the fun of it for me is when I realized that, like, after a certain level of proficiency, everybody can get laughs. Yep. The game for me is can I make people laugh at things they don't want to laugh at? Mm-hmm. Like, if I can get these uptight, late 40s married couples to laugh at a joke about eight-year-old kids eating cum, then that's a bridge nobody else has ever tried to like cross with these people. Yep, that bridge has not been crossed. Though. No, and they're going to remember that shit. Like, for better or worse, they're going to remember that shit. <laughs> they're going to think about that yeah. shit like three times the next week and be like, why I have to know that? Why did that man do that shit to me? And it's because. And then the jokes you love the best. My favorite joke I tell is the gay blind joke. That's my favorite <laughs> joke. I heard that shit. And mine is the wheelchair. Talking about dating and the pull up with the chick in the wheelchair. Like, it's dark as shit. I know it is. I talk about her twerking. I talk about her dancing, all that. I know it's a really dark joke. And, like, I did it at Comedy Lounge. Them 40-year-olds was like, don't talk about the handicap. (laughs) Don't you talk about it. I done heard so many things about the Comedy Lounge. Like, I'm all set if they never reach out and call me. (laughs) 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 I'm all set. Man, I ain't going to go out of my way to send no videos that direction. Like, I'm not going to ask nobody for no referrals. I ain't going to bad talk, but uh, (laughs) I'm not going to. Now, look, look, I'm not going to bad talk, but everything you heard, truth. Right. It's a fact. It's a fact. Like, there are some places I just rather stay my ass at home for at this point in my career. And it didn't used to be that way. I used to take literally everything. 
Yeah. But, I mean, I'm kind of like that right now because I'm not from her. I'm but, like, I'm trying to spread myself, but at the same time, I'm pulling back. I didn't stop taking it's everything. It's like, shit, Bro. hey, this is why ain't nobody here. Okay. I swear to God. I, <laughs> I just, see why I'm the only person on the flyer worth something. It's some bullshit. <laughs> I just I'm backed, the headliner too. Ain't the, I'm the, I just I'm backed the, out of a gig 30, 30 seconds ago. Like, God and damn. I can show you the message. I just backed out of a gig because he posted in the group chat that it's July 29th at 6 p.m. and it's outdoors. What? Mm, no, not in Houston heat. I don't mm. want to. I, I can't yeah, tell comedy African. in the oven. He's an African. Yes. <laughs> I know he's an African. That's some African shit. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Outside sir. I will be at 6 p.m. at night. Let's hot get. fire. No, the fuck we're not. <laughs> yeah, we in hot fire. <laughs> yeah. Hot Joe. fire tonight. No, the fuck we're not. Okay. I perform in hoodies. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to kill you. That's what it he's is. He's trying to kill me, bro. Like, <laughs> I'd love to hear you on stage just rambling through a heat stroke, though. That'd be the joke, man. You man. guys like electrolytes? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple of sets where I hit it too hard with the combination of edibles and weed because I was really nervous about the set. Uh-huh. Where Ooh. I'm just standing on stage, like trying to remember why I'm a person. Like, oh, oh no, like I, I'm aware because I've booked you for a show where I watched you have a panic attack on stage. <laughs> 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 he was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> that was now one I'm of the worst me. shows because the thing that nobody told me <laughs> is how much time I was going to be doing. So I was guessing like three to five, and he said seven. And it turns out that even if it had been three to five, I what I thought it. I had was only like two and a half. Oh, shit. And that two and a half wasn't very good. Uh, <laughs> like, I was sitting there watching him on stage. I was like, "Man, he's about to bail." Like, a hundred percent of a bail because like you can't fake current events jokes. You can't. And it's that's not like that's I can slide into is. crowd work. What the uh, fuck yeah. am I going to do? Like, I don't watch the news, bro. I don't even know what the fuck. Going on. <laughs> like, what is time? Yeah, my like, worst set, my best set, when I did, I did shrooms and a little bit of acid and didn't know I was going to perform. Cause I was like, I, I went to sleep on the shit. You ever took some drugs and it was so far away from everything you felt? You went to sleep, then woke up high. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was the worst feeling. Of my life. I walk in and everything got light. I'm like, he said, you finna go on do, you finna do like ten minutes. I'm like, who finna do what? He said, you finna do ten minutes. I'm like, who? You? I'm like, oh, okay, clean, clean. <laughs> I ain't got not one clean joke in my head. Not a. Nail. And you forgot your homework. I'm high <laughs> in my mind. The first thing I see is a crowd full of kids and their parents. I'm like, that's your daddy. Oh, he was having sex with your mama. Oh, and they just looked at me like, what about like, y'all like drugs? And his son said, yes, we do drugs. I'm like, how old are you? He said, I'm 18. I'm like, you do drugs with your daddy? He said, my daddy's an alcoholic. I'm like, y'all want me to do a clean set for these kids? Yeah. <laughs> like, Sometimes nah. you just got to go. You got baby's kids. Man, in the audience. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, I did a clean set at the Fifth Ward Festival. They do, you know, they do like the little Fifth Ward thing. You know, I don't get booked much for the Fifth Ward Festival. Oh shit! <laughs> what the hell is a fifth ward? I want to go. No man, no you don't. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> oh man, no disrespect to him, but boy, I got the. It's first off, it's outside. It's Ooh, in the heat no of no the mind. summer. In the heat of the night. In the heat of the day. <laughs> and then he tell me right before I get on, I see your videos. I love them. But I don't need you to do none of those jokes. <laughs> In my head, that's the only jokes I didn't work on. That's right. the only set I didn't have. Boy, I got up there. I was like, hey, what's up, bros? How y'all doing? That black dudes was like, hey, nigga, get your fuck ass about this bitch. <laughs> Who your bro, cuz? Who your bro? 
Bro, you ever been so high that you like go to sleep to try to sleep off the high, yeah. and, and then you wake, you wake up, up high eight and... hours later still high? Yeah. Oh boy, that's the worst feeling. That's the, the most terrifying say... feeling because you're like, oh, I'm never gonna be unhigh. <laughs> I lost like, the what job. What day is this? <laughs> this is my life now. Like for like, real, I lost the job because of that. I feel I start feeling sorry for people who have mental illness because I had lost my mind for like three hours. I, have, I swear to God, I did. I'm like, oh, this is what crazy people feel like all the time. Oh shit! I had died three times. Well, the whole time we was up in the room, it was me, my uh, hum, another female comedian, and uh, three homeboys who were shooting videos and shit. And the whole time, and one of the scenarios, they was raping her. And they came back to the room. I'm like, I'm like oh my God, are you okay? They done with the rape? She said, done with the rape? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? That's what she said. Like, oh, okay, I'm about to say, yeah, you ain't got to, you ain't got to tell us your criminal history. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> in my head, in the trip I had, they had raped her, and, so, and we ended up all in jail. So when I came out the trip, I'm like, they opened the door, I'm like, oh shit. So they done raping you. She's like, "What? Wait a minute!" Everybody like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait nobody." When like, you oh, shit. when you was telling that story, I was like, "Bro, I think we all going to jail." That's how everybody felt like. What are you talking? About? Hey, we ain't got no plan of raping you. What's going on? Like, I feel like, like I'm gonna be high. telling this story once after I put my hand like this on a Bible. Like, I feel like, sir, I didn't know questions. what the fuck he was talking about. And that's how everybody else felt. I'm like, because I had tripped. Like, I had ego died. First, I had died in the bathroom. I found my body and looked down to see my dead, fat, nasty body on the ground. Like, ah, oh, this is it. <laughs> this is all it. Then I snapped out of that. Next thing I know, I'm breathing in the earth, uh, 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 fucking on the uh, moon. Like I'm taking clips of my head. I don't hear and putting this shit together like it's really moving. I'm just sitting in the room like this. The whole time I'm stuck in my head, high out of my mind. Then I took a shit and my phone started ringing. I hit speaker. Actually, so now I think I'm talking to somebody in the room. There ain't nobody there. Y'all speaking from Disney. <laughs> He's like, hey, bro, where you at? Like, I'm in the hole. <laughs> He said, what hole? The hole. I'm in the bathroom the whole time. The hole. Right. I'm in the bathroom with the door locked. They looking for me. I'm like, man, never again. I love mushrooms, but die. Bro. Hallucinations. I don't, I don't want no more hallucinating drugs. Acid, worse shit ever. Jeez, nah. I took acid and mushrooms at the same time. Like, why would you take both? I'm like, I didn't know. I don't think I didn't know you were supposed to do that. <laughs> I'm down to marijuana only at this point. Facts. After I gave up all the other shit, because it's like, I just don't have the right temperament for the psychedelic drug world. Like I have too much emotional baggage, and yeah, it just ends up me. me being really, really sad in a room by myself, like for long periods of time. And I don't need that shit. <laughs> like if I wanted that feeling, I'd talk to my fucking family. I don't Man. need that. <laughs> hey, mom, how you doing? Man. I want to be depressed. No, in respect to like my immediate family is great. It's just my extended family that sucks. Like shout out to my moms. Love my moms. Like right. everybody that didn't come out of my mom at this point can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. My mom's side of the family, I'm cool. My daddy's side, I don't like those people. They judgmental. You got a daddy? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he died. He died when I was two, but he was a, he was a, he was a person. That's how I got here. If you want to know like how white trash my family is, my aunt on my dad's side. The last time I heard from her was Christmas Eve, eight years ago, when she called us outside of a liquor store and said if we didn't give her $200 so she could buy presents for her kids, she was going to go in and rob it. And my dad was like, hope you brought a mask, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better get to sticking them up. <laughs> now, if you don't give me the money, we're going to rob something. Okay, well, um, give me something too, bitch. Right here now. That dinosaur that hit, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm fading into the dumb dumb fellas. Oh shit! Yeah, we only got like ten minutes left on the counter, bro. You'll be alright. He's like, got a whole ass another podcast to do and another dinosaur okay. to eat after oh, you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> now, man, uh, what was I about to say? Fuck. 
We don't know. We're not inside your head. I thought y'all was listening We didn't to even have a topic to segue right. from. We it was like, coming out of a cold open. Like, fuck, uh, what's what's next? <laughs> and go. What else what, what else you guys want to talk about? No, like uh, I will ask, like, um, seeing your styles in particular, I have some theories, but I'm curious, like, particularly you, Chris, like, who would you say your influences are comedically? Uh honestly. A few people. It's like a few people that I really admire, and I think that their comedy is good. One that I think he's an underrated. I mean, he's considered like a really big time, but he's underrated in my opinion. Corey Holcomb. Oh, Corey's one mm-hmm. of the greats. Uh, uh, 51-50. Yeah. yeah. Craig Smith is another one that like I started doing comedy. Like I used to watch him before I started like really doing comedy. I think that he's fucking amazing. Marlon Wayne's. Like, that's where my animation comes from because I'm like, I've seen Marlon always move and do things. And then somebody that's like, when you go into Rolodex, at least for me, I would say either Red Fox or Robert Harris. I was going to ask you about the Red Fox because I'm a big fan of old comedy. And like, that was the first name that jumped to my head. St. Louis. Yeah, that's, I, I love Red Fox. Like, I'm talking about not just the. Not just the Fred Sanford show, but like no, his actual like stand up. Like stand-up. I used to like my like, granny. Like don't get your raffle ticket yeah. wet type red Yeah, but I say my granny like was the only person, like my parents are very religious. My dad was a pastor and my mom was like heavy in the church. So but my granny used to like grab a record player and like with the record player she used to have like just old comedians like doing stand-up and I remember just always hearing Red Fox and like that's another reason I curse the way I do in my comedy because he get on stage and be like motherfuckers <laughs> bitches like just just effortless and it's amazing though it's like you like I realized that you could insult a person but as long as you say it with a smile and some tact they'll love you forever it's I kind of envy the freedom y'all have to say shit like bitches and hoes on stage because like you do I, have the freedom it's it's harder for me though that's just in your regular conversation. I say bitch to hoes all the time. I have to <laughs> censor myself on stage because y'all know where I'm from. Like, y'all hear me talk off stage. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I was that, it brings an aggression. I thought you like Gambit when you were talking when I first met you. I'm like, this motherfucker sound like Gambit. Sish, <laughs> 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 Motherfucker, I don't know if you throw cards at my bitch. Come here, bitch, call me later. Yeah, he got I cards. I deal cards for like a bitch. living, bro. <laughs> I knew it. That's why I said I, I knew you. God. I knew this motherfucker was a real life Gambit. I knew it. We found him, X-Men. I found his ass, Xavier. <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck to respond. <laughs> uh, he does deal poker. I mean, it does kind of fit. Yeah, hey, he, we got to do that as a skit, kid. That's yeah, fun. I found Gambit. I found Gambit. I found Gambit. No, we definitely I'm not are. an X-Man no more. <laughs> <laughs> the X-X-Man. Yeah, man. The X-X-Man. Oh, shit. Well, it's like, we we definitely got to start working together more soon, especially because, yeah. like, I want to try to bridge the gap between the people I work with on the white side of comedy and the people I work with on the black side of comedy. And, and that's what we're head, trying to do. No, it's the same walk. If you funny, you funny. I don't, it I is, do. but it's like, people like Will ain't never been down to Phil and Derek's and had a weekend. Like, Will should be featured for a weekend down there. For yeah. real. So it's like, yeah. it's on me to, like, go in and introduce them to Al Freeman because right, right, they ain't right, never right. met before. So it's like, can I make that connection? Can I connect with y'all and get up to the comedy lounge? Can y'all come down and get on? You know? Right, right, right. Because that's the only way we all going to get ahead is like if we all get looks and the talent. And that's that's what jokes and smokes. All right, so I started out with three guys. And I mean, I still love those guys to death. They my bros. I love them to death. Shout out Kenny. Shout out Trey. 
But me and Tommy, the reason that Jokes and Smokes really works the way that it does now because he's the right now he's the structure of the group. I'm the wild card. You don't know what you're going to get on the set for me. And the fact that I'm structured is fucked up. Thing <laughs> you might get a good one. You might get a bad one. You're just but, like, don't put me on a profile, man. Like, you going to see you get banned like a motherfucker. <laughs> but one of the things that helps is is that he he changed my perspective because at one point in time, I was only doing the black rooms. Like I was like, I don't need to go to see group. I don't need to go to whoop to whoop whoop to whoop. And he explained to me and showed me that funny is funny. Like, I'll say this, the black rooms taught me how to entertain, but secret group and the white rooms taught me structure. Like, I went at it backwards for, I think, a lot of people, because I started at, like, the black mics, like, Duck Off with Leroy and then, Oh, yeah, and, like, that's, that's good days. Like, that's when, that's that was when, when I, I first met you at K-Rose. Yeah, because it's like, I'm from a black neighborhood. I'm more comfortable around black crowds, because me talking, like, I talk is sounds like I grew up in my friends' homes, like with y'all's right. grandmas and shit. Like right, I know right, how to talk right. to y'all. White crowds throw me sometimes. He said, "I know to say you niggas." <laughs> <laughs> say that part, Will. You <laughs> like? I will not. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like we can in a black room at least we can bond over the fact that neither one of us likes white people. <laughs> 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 There's some common ground I can hit. Right. Silly, but. <laughs> White room is a little uncomfortable. It You're is. Like, oh, is this one of those Donald Trump type rooms? Guys? Yeah, because are y'all, man, oh, are y'all a... storm the Capitol white or Martha Stewart white? And that's what when I first started doing comedy, I started all the straight black rooms and all that thing. But I went to the white comedy; it was kind of easier to just be myself. Like you had to. I had to go in there straight. Black rooms, you got to be bam, 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 bam. You got to be room, so fast. You they be appreciate fast. the storytelling in white rooms. I had to learn how to do that. I went to the white room. They was like, you going through all Why are you so fast? I'm like, shit, I, I thought, shit, oh, okay, I got to slow down, huh? Okay. Like, you got so many different jokes. I'm like, I do. I can tell all of them, too. Y'all can't hear jokes and not me berate y'all. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's why I said the black rooms teach us how to entertain. Because you see, I can roast with the best of them. It ain't it ain't it, too many it ain't too many when it come to crowd work like that I not this might be cocky I'm gonna say it on on the podcast it ain't too many it ain't too many like crowd workers like I am especially yeah, you, for me being for me being this young in comedy the thing is you have to have something that you're cocky about to carry you through this industry or else why are you doing if you don't believe that something about yourself is special yeah, why I'm would you be doing it definitely the most handsome comic because a lot of these motherfuckers yeah, ugly <laughs> <laughs> second handsome but it's cool I, I get what you're saying I like the comic yeah, you can be the second handsome that's cool <laughs> no, I'm saying you the oh, second handsome goddamn lie you the ugliest motherfucker lie. Oh, are we having a handsome contest on the record we can right have a poll on the social media and see what the bitches say are see I bad? like being ugly because I know when women sleep with me it's because I was actually funny <laughs> 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 Hey, I just started. They might have, y'all might have other motivations. Like y'all, might, y'all got money and looks and shit that you got. Money, money. we comedians. He said hey, money. We're I need comedians. child support to hear this. I, I don't do know what's not. in that man purse. <laughs> right, I nothing. <laughs> At this point, it's just Dreams a bag, keys, cell phones, and like hopes. Right, hopes. It's <laughs> hope. It's a hope satchel. <laughs> you got Barack no, Obama third campaign, and that's that's <laughs> for real. <laughs> Bro, we're running up on the time deadline. We appreciate y'all coming down. Tell us where we can find y'all on social media, everybody. Okay, man. You can find me at Big Chris, B-I-G-K-H-R-Y-S, the comedian, underscore. Uh, Facebook, you can find me at Chris Ned. Um, Twitter, Chris the Weirdo. And then, what's that shit called? Chris Domingo. You can find me at Chris Domingo. <laughs> come get Psalm 69, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's if you holy. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Tommy Dangerfield. Everything. Just look up Tommy Dangerfield. It's only one me. I can say I feel good. Google me, bitch. <laughs> I'm in a cartoon. Goddamn it. I also got a movie coming out next month called Cousin Phil. Man, check that out. And we got a uh, upper mic on the 27th, starting this on every uh, every other Wednesday. Joshua Smokes. Uh, what's the address? Uh, 2516 Sophomore, across the street from Live Oak, man. Y'all come pull up, have a good time. That is what we call in the melting pot. We yeah. don't just want black comedians. We want Samir's. We want Ben's. We want Will Lowden's. We want Jesse James. We want Ray Cetra, Big Baby Green. We want everybody that's Everybody. Funny. Now, if you're not funny, stay at home. Don't leave your jokes <laughs> in the car. This ain't a room. This is going to be a room where they boo you. We're I'm just going to tell you straight up. We bring it back comedy, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, we not pigeon-toeing about what you can talk about. As nah, long as you do funny. it in a That's funny it. manner, it's okay, man. And we don't just want black people. We want all y'all. Ben, you know you got to pull up one of these days. All y'all pull up. You got to pull, pull up, up one of these days. Like, for real, man. For sure, man. And then July 23rd, this is my baby. I got I to gotta plug that it's real birthday quick. Show. It's my birthday show, man. This is my first time headlining. I got 30 minutes of uh, maybe good fire. I know I got about at least six of them a good fire. But <laughs> the rest of it, we going to figure it out. But we taping it. So if y'all want to come pull up, I got tickets for you guys. So if y'all want to pull up Saturday, it's the 23rd. It start at 8-ish. Notice I ain't gonna say <laughs> not a Caucasian eight. Yeah, <laughs> not a but hard eight. Something, hard something eight. I realized that secret group man, the shows gonna start right at eight o'clock. They be like eight o'clock, then it's, we get there. It's like eight thirty ish, and they like, yeah, I ain't. We man. wait for like ten more people to show up. Yeah, then we're gonna get yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need about four more people to buy drinks. Then we're gonna. <laughs> okay. We saw people four blocks away. They may but, come here. Yeah, they may. <laughs> That's the hard part about doing comedy, though. Is you never comedy know clubs how to happen, like, I worked the, like I said, I worked the comedy club for like the last two years. That happens there too. I remember the headline. I ain't going to say his name because it's the headline, but that motherfucker didn't show up right before he had to get on stage. They, they friended that nerd. I'm on stage for 20 minutes. I ain't got 20 minutes at that time. I had like 10, maybe a good 15, but I, I, was, I wasn't even the feature. I was the host. And the feature like, I ain't get back up there. And he just threw me up there. I had to wait. <laughs> so I'm yeah, when like, you get that sign from the back of the room that says stretch. Yeah, I'm like, because he didn't show like stretch. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, so. Who like dirty movies? I'm, I ain't never seen dirty <laughs> movies. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Also, well, something I got to say, talking about comedy clubs, man. Some of these people that we be thinking are big time. I told you that, man. Man, these motherfuckers be getting a whole bunch of comp tickets, man. Yeah. Sales do not be, like, oh, the yeah. crowds do not be the truth. Yeah, yeah. You do everything to promote your sellout streak as long as you have it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's all smoke and mirrors. But yeah. at the end of the day, we all just trying to build something that people will come to. Right. Right, right, like right, I don't right. begrudge anybody just trying to make shit look appealable. That's what I told you, man. That's what I said, though. It's like when you start doing comedy for real, for real. It's like looking behind the, uh, the uh, curtain at the eye. Uh, yeah, everybody yeah. thought it's that was bitch. hella cool and crazy. Yeah. Oh man, it's so half, disappointing in some is. ways, isn't it? it, it half is. of the equation of of fame is making people believe you're famous, right. and that's why I don't want to be famous. I never want to be. Famous. Yeah, I don't want to be a prisoner of, of success, man. There's a few comedians out here like uh, Quay. Uh, ha ha, a little bit like they they prisoners of success who now. Are these people, uh, Quay, the dude who do TT, the wig. I don't, I don't, I don't watch nobody wearing a wig. Oh, like <laughs> him, like it's a few people. Like you get stuck in having to be the character that you've been. Oh, the characters, yeah, 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 yeah. And I ain't trying to ever be that shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's just a bargain people make with themselves. Like, yeah, you I don't think it. I'm enough to make it, so I'm gonna build this character. 
and hope that people love this character. Because if I was myself, it wouldn't be enough. Yep. For me, it's like I'm either going to make it or not on my own merits. And I don't even know what making it means, except I'd like to make not it have a day job. Making it is what you call it, man. Making I'll it to me it. is that I, I've been booked every day since June 1st. Like, every weekend I, I've had a show to do. That's that's making it to me. Back, the day like, I started doing comedy, I made it. Because it was a transition. I wasn't a comedian. <laughs> I still don't think I'm a comedian sometimes. But, man. I, I struggle with that. Right, It's, it's an like, invisible bar. Like, sometimes after a hot 20, I feel it. I feel like, man, I'm a real comic. And then sometimes after I eat dick for seven minutes in Lubbock, Texas, I'm like, oh, I'm a glorified open yeah. micer. Hey, I, I said that after the Comedy Lounge, one of my shows at the Comedy Lounge, I was like, I'm really just an open micer, man. What the fuck is going on with me? Like, but the just- upside is all the comics, all the comics that I've met and had conversations with that were inspirational to me, uh, like even talking to like Bobcat Goldway, Christopher Titus, Comics are comics are comics are comics, and it's it's a a revelation to me when you get off when you see someone like Christopher Titus do an hour and a half and come off stage and in, like you he runs immediately over to where the comics are he he wants to meet every comic in the room and after shaking your hand like hey like I'm glad you like glad you like hey man that joke that joke on that on that fourth turn there it went like this but I had it in my head to go like this what do you think a comics a comics a comics com- it, it, it's there's always that feeling of yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting it wrong. I got to rewrite it. Yeah. I got to get input. Every show I do, I be like, man, tell me to you, every time I talk to him, like any show that I'm at and he might, he's the watcher, I be like, bro, what I could have worked on. I, I think I could have did such and such and such and such. And then it kill you when you think you got a real good set and it like, it get loud, but it don't get it how in your head you envisioned you like, I'm going to do it like this and this and this yeah. and this mm-hmm. going to kill mm-hmm. ass. And then you do it and it's like. The joke that you thought wasn't gonna be the killer be the one that they gave you the most laughs at, and everything yeah. else they kind of like. It never goes as planned. Yeah, Ever. It never goes. As nice. No. I thought I was gonna be. I I did exceptionally well. I'm like, hey, I don't know what yeah. just happened, <laughs> but I'm gonna go record that shit. And I'm like, yeah. like, anybody record that? Please tell me record Bro. it. Nope. That's what it also feel like. It feel like as soon as I don't record, be the night that like one everything hit. Night. That's why I record everything. Yeah, I recorded everything since yep. my first time on stage. Recorded <laughs> everything. I got, I don't know how many hundreds of recordings. And they're not all good. Most of them are not good. Yeah. Most of them are not good. You can't, all don't, them, I used to delete them, but I keep them now just as a reminder. Yeah, I, I, say, I, did I got a recording where I, and I love it every time it comes up a rotation. If I'm going to a show and I'm listening to myself and I'm trying to remember like old jokes or something like that, there's one show, there's one open mic I did. Ali Sadiq is in the front row. And I do really, really good for like two minutes. And then I, I I throw this joke out and it bombs and it's silence and it's like one two three and you hear Ali just go that wasn't the one clears <laughs> <laughs> everything just that wasn't the one <laughs> so it's it's different successes now if I get off stage and I feel like I did my job regardless of like the audience's reaction yeah. I feel I feel good yeah. now it's like more like I'm racing myself yeah well, it, it is I don't really I've never felt like I just kill I'm gonna kill them. I'm not nah. I don't feel say that, that way either. Like, they can say that like, yeah, I listen to that like, okay, all right. Oh, shit. Sometimes you go back and listen like, God damn, I, yeah. I didn't hear that on stage. Yeah, I you mean, can't. There's a couple you of can't, yeah. Like, what the fuck? They, I can't even hear myself. They were laughing. Hell on. Yeah. What the fuck happened? There's some that you just mark in the folder and keep for a rainy, sad day to remind yourself like, hey, there have been times where I've touched this place where like right. it was special. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, whatever else, that night for these people, like. Cause we ought to try to mimic that set and then never work the same way. Like, yeah. yeah. You like I just said I did word it for a for word. I Bro. said I even caught my face. And I was like, I'll tell you, it still ain't work. The the hardest thing for me, and this is gonna sound like I'm bragging, but I'm not. I swear, it almost drove me out of comedy. 
was I got to do a theater show in Arlington, Texas for 1,100 people. <laughs> like, packed theater show up in the balcony. And, like, I got six applause breaks mm-hmm. in eight minutes. Like, the tape was amazing. And then the next time I'm on stage and the crowd's laughing, it don't sound like that, though. Yeah. Oh, Everybody my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't. I'm like, it's never going to feel like that again. I'm never going to get in front of that many people again. Like, this is all just, like. It ruined me. I was like, yeah. it's like fucking a really hot girl and like trying to go back and fuck your fat ass girlfriend. Yeah. I did, man, like, I you can't. clubs do that to you, bro. Like being a bro, club, that shit ruins you. That's I did I said, a show at I miss it so much now. Yeah. <laughs> I did a show at Taylor's of Houston with this uh, inst- with this Facebook Instagram person, like Laquanda. I forget the actual name of the person. Sorry, I charged to my head and not my heart. But either way it go, man, uh, I did the show there. And it's like that mug had 858 people. That's the most people I've ever been in front of. I'm talking about every room Damn. in there. Dude, every room in there was packed out. To that same Saturday after doing that show, I had to go and do my old jokes and smokes room. Fifteen people. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh. Man, I was in there looking at them, even though I, you know, the show must go on. I was in there looking at the people, like, fuck yeah. Man, you give us those 15 just like you did the 800, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah you, you I honestly that, do we a lot that. better the smaller the crowd, though. Yeah. That's the crazy well, it part. Was like, it was fucking with my jokes because it's like my head is like, this joke can get a reaction that sounds like this, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but there's nothing I can do in this room to make it sound like 1100. Yeah. yeah. Like, I couldn't get comparable sounds, so I'm like, oh, are my jokes not hitting as hard anymore? Mm-hmm. It's all but it's just like, it's, it's all a mind distortion of yeah. like what it can be versus what it is at the moment. It's also feeling, man. Like, I, I've changed up my sets recently because, like, yeah, I got some jokes that I, I know I can go to and hit, but it's like after doing them for so long. It's like you lose the glow and how you how you deliver. That's why I say hit the road, bro. Like that shit. And when you go back, if you hit the road and you do good on the road, you come back home, you be like, I don't want to be here no more. I want to go back on the and road. See, I say, like I've been doing like the little small towns, small towns like New Iberia, like Ville Platte, like you know, like little small Louisiana towns like uh, Lufkin, uh, little small towns in Texas and shit like that, like Palestine, like. That shit, and those are cool spots where yeah. it can make it, it make it can make a joke that you're bored with feel new again because you're yeah. like, oh, this is a whole different and demographic. They gonna, they gonna accept it a lot different because most of the time they haven't heard it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's, time, that's a great right. way to make an old joke new. Really is for you, like you just get like that's because like, so many comics and like a lot of comics in Houston they never leave the loop. Yeah, I got so I see if you that. get out. Because like, I went to Austin and did all old sets. I mean, did Austin all old dope. jokes. Austin, and dope. that's the one place I've ever done comedy and didn't do any crowd work. Mm-hmm. Like Austin, I feel like is like where you go when you want to like blow your own head up. When you want to be like yeah, Austin I'm, is so eager. I'm San Antonio <laughs> so does eager. that for me too. Yeah, I, I, I like Austin. <laughs> I like Austin and San Antonio. I gotta go I'm, to San Antonio. I ain't been up there yet. Dude, I'm San going Antonio is very kind to visiting comics in my experience. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I gotta yeah, go. You gotta tell us some places, man. Upstage is um. Uh, I remind me, I'll put you in touch with the people who are right. there because yeah. they yeah. Uh, had me on first, so they're very nice. But, Shreveport, uh, Louisiana is another good place. Shout out to Clyde Williams. Like, like you said, we got to put that tour together. Get that tour store together. Yeah, yeah, yeah we sure. definitely need to link up and see what we can do about getting the five of us some work in mass because we a whole show. Yeah. yeah. Between the people on the show about producing this podcast tonight, me, him, and Will, y'all two, we don't even need to bring people, really. Like, 
Yeah, uh, shit. I'm I'm happy to host the guy out of the way too. <laughs> I'm happy to host the guy out of the way. I'm, I'm good at the top. I'm good at the bottom. I will fit in anywhere you need me, dude. <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm like, shit. you know, I, I see what nah. you guys do. I'm ready to just, yeah, man. That's the ready best. for the next comedian. <laughs> That's the best feeling. That's the best feeling of working with like a bunch of friends that you know, like everyone is like, good. everyone's yeah. good, and everyone everyone's just like, man, I don't want to go first. Like, I don't want to go first. And I, I go will first. go first. Get out of the way. Some like, people get mad. Like, hey, man, why you go? What you do? I'm like, I ain't finna be the, the sucky person to go first. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I when Tommy go before me because I know what that means for me. Like, that's why for my birthday show is so special that my nigga is going to be the person that bring me up on the stage. Like, he doing it right before me because I know the energy that he bring makes me be like, you know what? Yeah. It's go time. That's the best feeling, dude. It is. That's the it's best like, feeling, man. I work with Jesse Payton a lot, who happens to be my best friend, like from poker from before this. Okay. So, like, getting to be when I finally got to the feature level and I'm the person doing 20 in front of them and building, and like my closers is big and it, like they're standing ovation walking for me, and I get to springboard that to him. Yeah. And, like, when a friend a, trusts you that much, that's a good He that's has a good an feeling. opener that's dependent on my closer. Like, he does a callback to one of my bits. And so his cool. first joke, that's like, carries shit. that energy over, and I just watch the crowd just like, from me to him it's like yes i did my job like right. whatever happens from a set after that like i got you started like they hype they laughing right go have transitions fun. easy like ride that on kill that, it bro. friend ride mm -hmm. that on i that. call him every before every show that i do that he don't make it to i call him before every show that i do i'm like bro i need the pep talk it ain't even a real pep talk. He just be like, bro, go have fun, man. That's all I can do. Get the you. fuck out of my phone. Talking about this shit. Go be funny. I'm like, thank you. It's a goddamn job. And gracious. No goddamn people want to laugh. They can't laugh. It matters, though. It do. What your friends think of your art matters so much. Yeah, for real. Yeah, my peers, like, I really don't care how comics perceive me or being funny because they're not booking me or they're not my follower. I find out doing comedy, the most people I worry about are strangers. Because that's who your people go. And at the end of the day, that's who supports you the most. Mm -hmm. All the people that have sent me money in the last couple of months I've been here, I don't even know these people. They know me from, from shows and social yeah. media. And it's the weirdest shit ever, but it's like, I believe in you. I believe in you. I'm like, my motherfucking mama don't even know been to my show. Bitch, she don't believe in me. <laughs> Bro, it's the weirdest feeling when like people are just investing in you just like, man, right. I see it. Like, hey, I get the vision. Like, keep going. Right. And I'm like, like I Taylor, wanted to give up this morning. Like, Houston, they offered me a residency, and I've only been doing comedy for a year. It's like, so they, dope. Like, when people, yeah. like, put money like, behind he was like, you. He was like, yeah, bro, yeah. I just, I trust you, man. I like what you're doing, man. I was like, shit, for bro, real. The merchandise shirts I got that y'all saw, the uh, shirt maker just sent me $500 worth. He's like, I know you're going to sell them. Just pay me when you sell them. He's like, don't even worry about, like, however long it takes. He's like, I know you're going to move that shit. Like, people love you. Right. Bro, it took me two and a half weeks to pay that man back off that shit. That shit moved so fast. That is, yeah, that's what's up. It's just dope. Like, people investing in your career. Because they see the, like, we're finding people. I wish you needed. That's it's why I really everybody got to so work what together. what you said at the top of this conversation. It's more so, like, people go off your energy. Like, yep. you, every time I met you, when I first met you at Carrington's, you walked in. I think you was with your wife. Might not have been your wife. We was engaged. We's not okay. now anymore. Together. Oh, shit happens, you know. It do. Well, yeah, I didn't mean to no, say you it good. like that. My boy is a real cold I live fella. by the word BBT. Bitches be tripping. Facts. <laughs> but now, man, I met you in there, and like we said a few words. Then you was like, yeah, man. He was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I was like, yeah, I mean, I think he's pretty cool. And then like we started, I started seeing you around a lot more. I was like, yeah, man, he's real cool. Then Tommy, me and Tommy met, what, Bodega? I don't remember. I was not even Bodega. It was, was Carrington's. High. We met at Carrington's, 
And like we was chopping it up. He was in there with a chick that was smelling like a whole sushi roll, but it was. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Louisiana. Oh, but it is cool though. Man, we gotta wrap this up and get out of here, guys. Y'all got anything else y'all need to promo before we close this? No, nah, just follow us on the social media. Just follow Everything us on social got. media. He's gonna start posting more with his whole ass. Yeah. <laughs> follow us on social media and besides social media, pull up to the shows thirty seven ten Saturday, July twenty third at eight o'clock. And it's birthday Wednesday, show. It's his birthday show. Wednesday, the most important, bro. Pull up to Joseph Smoke's new location, Choices of Houston, man. That's 2516 Sophomore, right across the street from Live Oak. We lit. Man. Go see him. He's funny, dude. He's funny. Thank you, guys. Oh, shit.